as Pastor Steve has already stated, every Sunday is Resurrection Sunday. It's really, it's not a cliche when we tell you every week that this is the greatest day of the week because for us it truly is. It's 52 times a year a reminder of the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ and that we serve a living Savior and he's in the world today. It's a delight to be able to have Scott here this morning who desires to follow the Lord in baptism. The Lord Jesus Christ lived a perfect life. He was born. He lived a perfect life. He died as a sinless lamb. He was buried. He rose again. And he ascended. And he's coming again. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15, that is the gospel. That is the good news of Jesus Christ. And when you trust in him and turn from your sin and place your faith fully in him, the Bible says that you're accepting the content of the gospel. You're accepting what I just said from 1 Corinthians 15, 1 to 4, into your heart and the person of the Lord Jesus Christ and his finished work on the cross and his obvious conquering of the effects of sin, which is death, when he rose from the grave. So Scott's going to share his testimony at this time. I know your hearts will be encouraged from it and also instructed by it. All right, Scott, thank you. I'm going to read it just because it's easier for me to keep my thoughts straight, but I hope you shorten your message. <laughs> it went a little long, but God's will for my life is truly perfect and nothing less than a beautiful display of the overwhelming grace and mercy he has for me. My testimony of faith and conversion is more of a marathon than a sprint. My marathon started 29 years ago when I became enlightened to the fact that I was a hopeless sinner, that I needed Christ. My conversion was more of a process than a one-time event for me. I have been to many life-changing events like Promise Keepers, Sunday morning altar calls, and other open opportunities to walk through the prayer of salvation. Over time, the true understanding of the fact that I am nothing more than a sinner and without God's amazing grace that I would ever be anything but. Looking back at things with the correct biblical understanding, I now recognize that a true biblical conversion only required the surrender of my will and sinful life in exchange for God's grace and forgiveness once. In the early years of growing in my faith and understanding of God, it was never explained to me that the public profession of my faith and baptism was part of that process. Growing up in the Catholic Church, I was baptized as an infant. Therefore, I dismissed the need to be rebaptized. Over the last 29 years, God has made me witness to many people being baptized, including some of my own children. On more than one occasion, I recall saying, I should really get baptized. I reached a point where I began to justify not being baptized by simply saying, I'm still saved even if I'm not baptized. Although this thinking was true, it, increased, true, it became increasingly more obvious to me that my pride was the issue. How could I profess to be a Christian, tell my own children they needed to be baptized, and not demonstrate my faith in that way? My fear had me convinced that it was too late. Other Christians would question my salvation as being genuine. 
I continue to put it on the back burner and make excuses. I'm here this morning to say no more excuses. I have seen God's overwhelming grace and mercy poured out on me in ways that go far beyond what I could ever explain. God's perfect will has taken me on a 29-year marathon that has brought me to this place at this time, and I am done with holding this simple act of obedience from God. I can no longer hold on to something that is not mine to hold on to. God sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for all my sins. Wash me clean. The least I can do is this small act of obedience to demonstrate my submission to his will and word for my life. Do I regret waiting this long? I would be lying if I said no. However, God's will and timing are nothing short of perfect. This profession of faith means a lot more to me today than it would have any time before today. God has me right where he wants me. I'm not the same man today I was 29 years ago. We've been attending Grace for about six months. In that six month period, I've experienced more growth in my knowledge of God and his word than any other time I can remember. The level of gospel wisdom in this church among the leadership as well as the body is something I've never experienced in a local church setting. During the month of February, we focused corporately on the topic of prayer. I learned a lot about my own prayer life as well as the power of corporate prayer. At one point on a Wednesday evening, I was sitting there with my eyes closed and listening to all the prayers of the people going up around me. There is something very beautiful and powerful when God's elect come together and pray in unity. It was during that time that I began praying that God would teach me to do his will. Although it sounds complicated, it simply means, teach me, Lord, to obey your word. This ultimately led me to the obedience of baptism. I'm so grateful for the leadership at Grace and for their obedience to the Holy Spirit and placing um, a month of prayer aside. Today is a truly special day for me that I will not forget. The joy, the joy and strength that comes with walking in obedience to the Lord is indescribable. Amen. Amen. God, upon your profession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, the demonstration of the obvious fruits of repentance and desire to obey the Lord Jesus in baptism, I'm proud to baptize you in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. service to Scott's beautiful family. We love you guys. And thank you for sticking with them through all these things. And we'll look forward to fellowshipping after the service. <laughs> 